my god, who the hell cares? I can't hear what you're saying, but you you look like you're very angry. You are the worst broadcaster. No wonder they won't give you a real position at the radio station. You are terrible. I did it within the beat. No, you didn't. It it, none good. of that line. No, it didn't. None of it up. signed up. None of it lined up, not to mention the fact that you could barely hear any of it. Anyway, That's, hi, no, everybody. It's, it's supposed to be low. Welcome to Who Cares. I'm Mark. That jackass is Jackson Burns. He sucks at radio, but we're doing it anyway. I mean, I can do it over if you want, but I like no, it. No, it's fine. We're leaving it. We're going to fucking sit on that turd you just shit into everybody's ears and deal with it. <laughs> That's what Fred from the Stern Show does. He he, he mixes in the uh, sound effects into the music. And uh -huh, it sounds good. But you're not Fred from the Stern Show, and that didn't sound good. Anyway, we're back, everybody. It's been a long couple of months since you've heard from us, and I'm sure you've all been very happy. But now we're back in your podcast feeds. God. Whining. <laughs> That's what John Keller says. God damn it. Pretty much right out the gate. <clears throat> so, how have we been, Jackson? It's been a long time, so it's been two months. What'd you say? The last one we did was August 16th? Yeah, the last one we put out was in August, and I love that we've kind of been sitting on, like, 13 episodes, because it's, like, unlucky. I mean, I guess it's not technically because we did, like, two shitty, like, bonus music ones, but in full episodes, it's, like, 13, so it's, like, unlucky and spooky and... Precisely. <clears throat> But yeah, no, between just all, like, I don't even know. Well, you, the biggest score, because we've recorded a lot of stuff over yes. that time, the downtime, but it's hard to get any, because like we recorded an, uh, another episode, like this is going to be episode 14, but we recorded an episode 14 a few weeks ago, but it sucked because it was basically 30 minutes of me bringing up topics and you shooting them down because yes. you were tired <laughs> and you were totally, like, because you've been in music mode. I have been the in last music few, mode. Like, like more than normal in the last few weeks. Totally uninterested in radio, just wanting to talk about music and play noodle on your friggin' guitar. Yeah. So I can't get you to engage me in any way. And it's hurting our relationship, Jackson. It's hurting our relationship. Well, yeah, and uh, but my guitar got taken away from me today, so yeah. I'll be fully committed to radio now. Well, that's what happens when you can't afford your own guitar and you have to borrow a guitar from also, a friend. Also, I'll be fully committed to radio now because I heart radio. <laughs> that's well, yeah, so a long story that I got to get into too. My my world has completely uh, been turned upside down since the last time we. Well, done it's interesting because it's been two months, and yet there have been massive changes in both our lives. Massive so let's changes. Not start. necessarily bad. No, but let's start. Since you've already sort of segued you into it, let's start with talking about what's happening at the studio that we're recording that's probably going to affect the future of this podcast. So yes, it let's talk about it. The future so, of WZLX. Jackson. So for those who Zach. don't know, ooh, yeah, that's much better. For those who don't know, <laughs> Entercom and CBS Radio merged. Now, Entercom is the station across the street. Who uh, it's WAAF. So everybody knows what you're talking about. It's the yes. station right across the street. Not right. that one, the one next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I pointed at it for those uh, <laughs> playing along at home. And this is not a video podcast. Thank God. Yes. Uh, so uh, the company, um, it's literally our like across the street rivals. They bought CBS Radio, and in order for the government to um, to approve that, 
uh, they had to get rid of some stations between the two st- between the two companies when they mixed together because there would be too too many FMs. So so wait a minute, that's because that's interesting. So they there's a there's like a government regulated number of FNs. This is why I'm talking about we need small government regulating how many FM stations well, one company it, can own. Yeah, it, that you can only have I think seven FM stations in a market plus the market revenue of the two combined companies would be so way too much that the government allows to uh, one company to have. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so what happened was a, uh, a lot of stations around the country got put into what's called a divestiture, which is a non-tax thing, which means it can either get sold off as a separate thing or um, absorbed by another company. I really wish I could hit the who cares button sound know, effect right now. I can do that. <laughs> Even if this were true, who cares? Yeah, you know, it's really boring. <laughs> who cares? Yes, I think you've just proved how boring it is. So I'm going to I'll quicken this up a little bit. Thank so God. what happened was our station and a couple of other stations got put into another thing that they don't go with CBS or Entercom and our station got bought by iHeartRadio or iHeartMedia I, I actually. iHeartMedia is uh, the company who owns Kiss 108, Kiss 108 and Jam 945 and a couple other stations. And so we're getting um, so they are our new bosses. And so we're going to be moving into their building within the next 6 months or so. And thank God that uh, and during the not negotiations because it wasn't that serious, but during the new meetings with the bosses, yeah, I got put into the with the show category. I'm now officially a producer with the show, and they don't see. Oh, me like officially, just... officially? I did, you didn't tell me that. Well, no, I'm not like the not the executive producer. No, 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 but but, but like you're not like they've been calling you the well, they've been calling you the assistant producer as like an honorary title for yeah. a while now. So is that like now an official title? A, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it doesn't come with a pay raise, but like not yet, but like. In the books, it doesn't just say phone screener. No, yeah, it says producer now. So okay, hopefully. At least. See, that's yeah. I mean, well, that's what they told you. But they and they told you know they they told the uh, new bosses at at Power that uh, I'm important to the show and I'm part of the show and we we all everybody else at the and station, you all cried and hugged and they went <laughs> no, and changed your tampons. There's a damn hair on this mic. That's really <laughs> making me mad. But um, no, somebody uh, everybody else at the station had to meet the new bosses one on one and uh, meet you know, the new kinda, boss, same as the old boss. Yeah, I thought of that song so many times. <laughs> And so, uh, but I got to meet as the show, so it makes it look good. So I, uh, we are owned by a new company starting on the 17th, actually, starting next week. So it's going to be a uh, weird next couple of weeks still. Yeah, well, all but, that boring shit aside, what that really means is that, A, Jackson's got a big boy job now. No, maybe. Well, I mean, you're they're treating you like a big boy, yeah. and hopefully that means it comes with a big boy <laughs> paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big boy sound. Yeah, well, it's just, I'm showing on I'm not a big boy. I still laugh at goat sounds every single time I hear them. Yes, but hopefully it also means that, because you guys are uh, doing a change of venue, you're, they're moving the out to, what, Medford or something? Yeah, so yeah. So they, they, they hopefully that means we'll still be able to find space to do well, this the show thing, in the, the studio. The or, good thing about... Um, so they had the architects in here. Our new bosses had yeah. an architect in here telling us, uh, asking us what we wanted for our new studio. And mm-hmm. did you say indoor swimming pool with hot both, tub jacuzzi attachment? Yes. Both Mike and I want our own studio because we hate each other. We don't want to work together. <laughs> and so they're and they're gonna give it. To, give so you're gonna to get us, like your nice. own private office. Well, just like this, but like. Is it going to be open to other people to use, or is yeah, it going to be... it's going to be open okay. to the... Yeah, but it's still going to be mine during the show, and same kind All of... All right, so they're just making... They're just adding the number of sound sound rooms to make, sound yeah. booths, sound studios. No, but that's good news, because you've been saying, like, they're, they're, the the guys are, are vouching for you with the new bosses. The new bosses don't seem to be keen on letting a lot of people go. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be... Because that's the problem, is, like, when a business buys another company... 
they'll either do the right thing if that company like they'll buy a success like because they buy it because it's a successful company. But does yes. it make sense to buy a successful company and then fire everybody who works there well, yeah. because then it's not a successful company anymore? And the great thing about it is all the uh, management types in this in this company are yeah. all from Boston, and they're all like between the ages of forty and fifty five. So they're all ZLX. Like yeah, they're, they they're ZL. They're your demographic. Exactly. They're the guys who grew up with ZLX and then are still listening to ZLX because they haven't learned yet that MP3s exist. Yeah, so it's <laughs> at least you know. So I'm, it's uh, nice to see that you're surviving in a dying industry. Yeah, that's exactly a good point. <clears throat> that's exactly the, the way I, I would like them to say it. <laughs> we know we work in a dying industry, but we're doing well. No, they actually they they put on a pretty good show. They they are uh, they know radio and they well they you know well because they they also like I heart. Media does a lot of online streaming stuff, so they yeah, understand they, like you can't just be on broadcast. You need to be on. They were the, the first internet. ones to get on it. <clears throat> yeah. So, so it's not <clears throat> a. It's a yay. <laughs> and no. I just had to squeeze that. I know. That I know you there did because you spent so much time looking for it. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully you can get them to tell us, uh, convince them that this is the greatest podcast ever, and they need to pay us to do it. Yeah. No, that's uh, that. on the agenda. Definitely do that. Uh, just play my voice for them, and they'll immediately fall in love with my dulcet tones. And they'll give us yeah, a paycheck. Yeah, you're Dawson, all right. What does that mean? <laughs> anyway, moving on. <clears throat> well, uh, in other news... I just put the metal gong on my soundboard. Yeah! Sorry, go ahead. I really wish we had... We need to get a cricket sound effects. Anyway. Oh, fight! Ooh, hockey fight. Hockey fight. So, oh, yeah, uh, uh, hockey fight. And uh, it's very boring to talk about a hockey fight. It's not very boring. Hockey fight. You know what is my favorite thing? I love hockey. Did you ever play Blades of Steel on yes. the NES? Uh, not really, but I know Blades of it. Blades of Steel. Because um, we, my, uh, it was, uh, so at my Nana's house when I was a kid, there was an old NES in the basement that belonged to my uncles when they were teenagers. And they had, because they were all hockey nuts, so they had Blades of Steel. So my brothers and my brother and I would always play it. But we hated the po- hockey part. We would always just bump the characters together until you got into a fight. Ugh, you're such a loser. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it's just like, we basically treated it like Street Fighter. It's just like, we want to fight. Anyway. The way you said bump the hockey players together until they would fight just sounded so <laughs> like, ugh. But that's what you do. I mean, you know the game, right? No, I know, yeah. You bump into the characters, and if you bump into character too much, you start a fight. So we would just, we wouldn't even go for the puck. We'd just immediately zoom at each other and just start bumping. That was always the fun <laughs> thing about fighting. <laughs> that sounded so gay. <laughs> We'll just zoom together and stop bumping until we got into a fight. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of things that aren't gay, I got married. Yes, you are a, now a uh, <sighs> real man. Yeah, I'm a Mrs. Anne Marie Mullaney. <laughs> no, no, you're gonna be. You, you, should, you should really change your name to Pizzy or Peasy. Was it Peasy? Peasy, Peasy. Yeah, but no, uh, she changed her name. No, it was funny actually because um, we went. <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be the radio guy. <laughs> I love that you stopped the entire show to do sound effects. I didn't stop it. You stopped talking. We went to the social security office on her only right, day stop off. That. All right, that's annoying. What happened? We went to this. She only got one day off after the wedding, and we had to spend it going to the social security office and the DMV to get her name changed. And we went to the social security office. Uh, we did through all the paperwork there. They took care of it. They gave us the receipt. We left. We went to the DMV. And then when we got to the DMV, we noticed on the receipt that the name was misspelt. Instead of a second L, <laughs> it was an I. Uh. So they took my very Irish last name of Mullaney 
and turned it into an Italian last name of Moliani. <clears throat> okay, we get it. <laughs> That's pretty fitting. Um, but anyway, so... Anyway. Wow, that's really unprofessional. That shouldn't be like that. Yeah, you're terrible. No, it wasn't my fault. That's the drop's fault. You're still terrible. Um, so the interesting thing about the wedding is, so at the end of the night, so Jackson was my one of my groomsmen, and at the end of the night, and also my friend Matt, our friend Matt, who's been on the show before, he was one of the groomsmen as well. So we had, um, at the end of the night, my brother has a guy that he's friends with, who's a grown man, who goes by the name of Tigger. Tigger, <laughs> Tigger got really drunk. On Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. And he went up on the stage because we had a live band. So after the band finished playing, he went up on stage and took the mic, dragged. I, I have that audio right here. That's what we're, we're going to play. So I'm setting it up. This is called Segway. This is called a setup. No, this is good because we didn't talk about it. So it's good that we, we, we are in sync. <laughs> yes. Um, uh. Well, because it's the only interesting thing. There's nothing interesting. Nobody wants to hear about my wedding. They yeah. want to hear about this. Yeah. So <laughs> Tigger drags you, you, Matt, and my brother James, who are all my groomsmen, up on the stage because he insisted that you guys should. My brother made a speech because he's my best man, but he was Tigger was insisting that Matt and Jackson should also make speeches. Yeah. So he went up and made his own drunken speech about how they should have made speeches. So let's play a little clip from that just to get a sample of how drunk Tigger was. God damn it! <laughs> so I just thought I'd bring him up here to... Um, I've been drinking a lot, Jack. No, really? And that's my voice. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to say thank you for having us. Congratulations. Thank you. You inspire Thank you. all of us. Do I really? I know I'm drunk. I don't give a <laughs> We don't need to censor it on our show, but he hey, had to censor it for... Thank yeah. you to Mark yeah. Sr. and Gail for putting up with you yeah. and creating you. Yeah. <laughs> creating you. All right? I don't sound nearly as good in real life as I do no, on the radio, do I? No. No, you're annoying in real life. Yeah, my voice, I have like a Spongebob quality to my voice. You're a radio host. Yeah, he's not a good one, though. I'm going to have to apologize. Thank you, Mark, and thank you, Gail, and thank you, Bernie's parents. That's all I got. It was very PC. All right, that's all we need. That's the song that I walked out to. Yeah. I had that song in the background just for show. That was so good. That was so good. That was like the perfect song to watch. I think like that's the best song to introduce as like the first time as man and wife is to come out with ACDC's Got You By The Balls. And of course we came out, we walked off the altar to this. Yes. This is badass. Didn't I, I thought I edited this down, though, to be... Uh, yeah, I, I edited it so it kicks in at the... You bit. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was. It played too loud, though. But anyway, <clears throat> all that aside. So, Tigger was very drunk. Now, yes. the, what I find amazing I about that... I wish I had this when he was up there. <laughs> what I think was amazing about that, though, is that was that recording quality... That was Jackson's cell phone sitting on the floor of the stage at their feet, and it yeah. recorded very well. It wasn't actually as loud as I wanted it to be, It though. still was—you could understand what everybody was saying, yeah. both me who was off the stage and you guys on the stage. It was actually really good. Um, so anyway, so that all aside, so Jackson recorded that, and then he played it two days later on the K&M show. Yes, I did. Which was 
pretty funny. Uh, I mean, I guess so. I got my. I I managed to get myself in trouble with my fiance and (laughs) my new wife apparently too. Because Mark's wife got very mad at me for talking about the wedding on the year. <laughs> and, and my wife is your new it. wife? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. So now I have a fiancé and a wife and your wife. <laughs> yes, well, that's because <laughs> that's what happened. So <laughs> my wife, my new wife. My uh, wife. I keep wanting to say it like that. And I've never even seen that movie, The Boy. I feel like I can't say it because I can't do the, that impression because I've never seen Borat. But it just comes natural to say, my wife. You um, have a very gentle face. And a very erotic physique. <laughs> high five! Uh, high five. I anyway. love Borat. Borat was funny as shit. Um, nice. Actually, you know what's interesting? The guy who does the voice. Who's the guy who plays Borat? Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. He did an amazing uh, interview on uh, the Mark Maron show last year. So Great if anybody's success. interested, go go hmm. listen to a better podcast. Uh, turn us off. Go listen to WTF. Listen to the Sasha Baron Cohen thing. I hate you. So Jackson played it on the radio. And then... My wife finally got around to listening to it, and she got so pissed off. She comes to me and she says, Jackson said at the end of that, they asked him how long that they that he would give us, and he said two years, and he was so serious. He totally meant that. I'm so angry. She was so angry at you. Dude, you have no idea. She was livid because I she honestly imagine. thought, but she honestly thought, that you believed that we were, bar- we were going to stay together for a, ma- a maximum of two years. All right, and she just she's like that's how we re-. and I'm like no, he said it to be funny. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to talk her down from it because I'm like, look, he said it to be funny. This was before I had listened to it, so I, <laughs> that's that's not even the punchline of this story. I'm just trying to set you up. What I've been do- I came. She told me she texted me about it when I had sent it to her oh, that boy. day. She's so pissed, but I figured it was just like one of those things where she's just like I'm gonna beat up Jackson, Ooh, like a like a thing. But when I got home, she was still like legitimately angry about it. She's <laughs> like, no, because he feels that way. And I'm trying to explain. Like he's on the radio. He's trying to be funny. The K and M show is basically just hours of a couple hours a day of you guys just shitting on. Everything. Yeah, exactly. So that's just that's just you're just saying it to be funny. You're saying it to be dicks, and it makes perfect sense. And I thought it was funny because then, like you know, I always come back with like, oh, you know, I give it about six months. <clears throat> um, but she was still like, it's like, no, he really meant it. That's what he meant. So then I started talking, like, like what about all the other stuff they said? Like the whole clip was <laughs> called Jackson Burns saves a wedding. Did he save the wedding? No, no, he didn't save the wedding. They said it to be entertaining. So. You then, must be out of your damn mind. So I'm trying to talk her down from being busy to you all night, right? Female asses are mysterious. <laughs> they come and go as they please. And much of their behavior seems unfathomable. That's uh, true. Perfect. So finally, she insisted that I actually listen to the clip. So we did that. Now, the thing is, is that if you've ever been on the WZLX website, which I'm sure nobody has, uh, it sucks. Especially, listen to this, iHeartRadio owners. The WZLX website sucks, and worst of all, their mobile interface really sucks. Their your website, your company's website does not run well on mobile, and that is a problem. As a guy who designs websites, I'll tell you that's a problem because most of your audience is viewing your website from a mobile device these days. You have a player on your site that a you cannot scrub, and b. Uh, every time a pop-up ad comes up, which it happens a lot on your site, uh, it interrupts the thing and you have to start the whole thing over. So that being said, all of that like ranting about UI that stuff sucks. is because we listened to this. It was like what? It was like a five-minute clip? Yeah. 
took us a half hour to listen to it because it kept getting interrupted and we kept having to play it over and over and over again until we finally managed to get the pop-ups to stop and get through the thing. Well, that's why I have a pop-up blocker, but that's besides the Well, point. you can't do it on the phone, though. Oh, I know. So we're listening to it. We finally make our way through it because she wanted me to hear. She's like, you have to hear the way he said it. He said it with such certainty <laughs> that he knows that's how he feels. Like she was getting her head. She was telling me that you said it with such an air of 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 oh expertise <laughs> that like there is no doubt in your mind that you are more sure about that that we're only going to last two years than anything else. Right now, if you can scrub ahead and play exactly what the end of that clip sounded that's, like, yeah. I'm definitely embarrassed by the person next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It was bad. Well, so it turned out okay. Yeah, it turned out all right. It was, it was a fun night, yeah. What do you think? Give it two years or no? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is there a baby? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we pause it now. So they play. So, yeah, he the said second, give it no, no. two years. But, so the second the clip that reached that point, she turns at me and looks at me with a, oh, fuck, look on her face because she realized that she totally blew the whole thing out of proportion. Like, she realized the second she heard it, she's like, she totally misremembered it. She totally blew the whole thing out of proportion because I was, and I was like, right there. He didn't say it. They prompted him, and he hesitated before he answered. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought of her <laughs> at that very moment, actually. <laughs> but I, then I remembered that I'm on the You're radio. You're on the radio, and, and you need to be funny. Yes. So, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, I've. She's not the first woman I've pissed off <laughs> on the radio. Well, yeah, I think, but it's amazing that she could get angry about something that literally didn't happen. She could get so worked yeah. up about something that didn't actually occur. <clears throat> well, because the other thing that happened recently, the same week that I got married. Uh, oh yeah, this is a funny story. Um, do you? And we actually probably can cue those up. They're in the Dropbox. So while yes. I'm telling a story, you can cue those up, and then we'll cut this part out. Um, and we're not going to, but I say it. You don't have to. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so what? Kevin Carlson approached you because well, you no, guys I, do. I, I approached him because um, we do a thing on the show called the Census Survey, and he's always looking for uh, music intros for for um, the, the segment mm -hmm. because uh, you know it's fun to have a new music intro. Yeah. Uh -huh. So and he knows I write music, so he, he keeps telling me to make one. So I I try to make some every once in a while. That's it. Well, you specifically told me two times. Oh yeah. That he specifically said to you, oh, you should have your buddy Mark. Yeah, and then sing. after me making a couple and not being very good, he said you should have your buddy Mark sing on a couple or one or whatever he said. And so that's what we did. Yeah. So that's that's cuz that that made my heart go all a flutter. Oh, you know being what? Being specifically requested to sing a song. Now, sing a have song. Have you heard this? For 7 ZLX listener Mark has uh, sent us a senseless survey intro. This from one of our listeners. Uh, take a listen. Early in the morning, your phone begins to chime. It's Kevin Carlson calling for a moment of your time. He's got a lot of questions. In fact, he's got a list. They don't make any sense. They'll probably make you piss. It's 7.15. A senseless survey with Kevin Carlson and Pete McKenzie. It's 7.15. Census survey right here on WCLX. Holy Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> A little long. Um, 
It's the Thank you, though, Mark. It is brought to you by AAA Work Trucks if you're looking. By the way, any listener can send in a uh, intro if you'd like. You have the ability to put together a little jingle or a little song. That'd be fine. So this is the first AAA one. AAA Work Trucks yeah. if you're looking to buy a new truck. I see. I, I, li- I do. I still like that first one. I think that one sounds right. good. The second one, it sounds a little cheesy. Right. Uh, hey, Gretchen. Hi. Hey, what's going on? Hey, nothing. I love your show. I love it so much. Morning is wonderful. Well, thank sparkle. you. Appreciate that. And you, mm-hmm. yes, sparkle. sparkle. Yes or no to the uh, new intro? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I don't think you should take anything away. I think it has no. to be perfect. It, it would be annoying. It's got a good edge, right? It's too it has long. Everything <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank Did you. Did you write it's it? Too long. <laughs> no. Is that I, you? I, I, all right, yeah, see? Oh, she, she's the one who did it? <laughs> I admit it. No. No, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, you should girl. be gullible. I didn't know. All right, thank you, Gretchen. See ya. Oh, my God. I totally am the one who did it. Oh sparkle. God. That was a person putting on a voice. No, right? one sparkle. Of our listeners, huh? I don't know. Now, I think that was Sour Shoes. Have I told you about Sour Shoes? No. Sour Shoes is a prank caller that calls the Howard Stern Show, and he calls a lot of other shows. And he does voices, and I think that was him. So I think I got, and I've gotten fooled by him once before. Do you have an example of what he sounds like? <clears throat> I do, yeah, I can find it. it it's he, he's, a, he's a maniac. His mm-hmm. name is Sour Shoes because he hangs out in a pool and uh, doesn't wear, sh- and, and he uh, used to go to the, in the pool in his shoes, and his shoes got sour, and that's why his name's Sh- Sour Shoes. Sounds he's completely insane. Fun story, yeah. Um, if you know who Sour Shoes is, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But he, Nobody knows. No, a lot of people know. No, but listening to this show. No, they might knows. know. He's a nutbag. He does weird shit. Like the last, the, the one time I got pranked by him on this show, because he used to like Carlson McKenzie when they were in New York. That's how he knows about them. He used to call yeah. him all the time. He's a master impressionist. He does the best impressions I've ever heard. And he uh, called up as the singer of America. <laughs> the band? The band. Yeah. And said, hey, you know, um, this is Ronnie, blah, 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 the singer of America. And I, um, well, that's an easy because who would know what the hell he sounds exactly. like? Exactly, but <laughs> Look, I could do that right now. Hi, he, he play, I'm the, the singer from the band he America. Plays, he plays his keyboard behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi, I'm the uh, lead singer from the band America, and I just wanted to call and let you guys know that I've spent the last few weeks on a horse with no name, uh, but I will confirm that it was good to get out of the rain. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it because the words of the song. Did you really? I was half Oh, God. I'm sorry. Oh, everybody, my, co- my co-star here is you know, an idiot. You know what Jack and Jumpman, the joke man, sounds like? You know, remember him? Hey, when can't astronauts land on the moon? <gasps> when it's full. <gasps> he sounds exactly like him. Here's him doing Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. Hey, my wife and I, we only smoke after sex. I've been smoking the same pack of Marlboro since 1979. My wife, she's already on 10 packs. Oh, yeah, I can tell you. Oh, I can tell you. So he fooled me by being the fucking singer of America. <laughs> well, again, that's not a hard thing to do. Dave in Nevada. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the program. What do you have for me? Hey, Dan, it's Diamond Dave. I'm actually down in Washington, D.C. What's Sounds going just on, like Dave and the Rock. Hey, good to talk to you, Dave. It's good to talk to you, too. Uh, we're just chilling. Ian, you said poor Zingas. That sounded like something that I caught on the Diver Down Tour back in 1979. <laughs> <laughs> See, you hear him playing keyboard? Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking crazy down here. He used to call the Stern Show when I worked there. And he used to call the office and play his keyboard and just sing uh, Stern Show parody songs. 
Except he would do requests if because you couldn't get him to stop calling. So eventually you would just embrace him. So I would say, all right, so I should just play uh, 10th Avenue Freeze Out by Bruce Springsteen. And he would fucking go into it. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know how the hell he got into that little uh, thing there. Well, we were talking about the guy that was oh, a woman yeah. that was probably oh, so, uh, saying that, that they like me. But I don't care because whoever that was, man, woman, or other, so listen was bit. supporting me. And that's all that matters. So this is the next day. Oh, Jackson said. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Sonny and 58 today. Yeah, I didn't like this one, though. Did you hear it? listener Mark. No, I mean, I didn't listen to this clip, but. So remember yesterday we played his uh, survey intro. Oh, no, this is the uh, one where you played the I've listened to this so he one. he did take direction. He shortened it. This is just an edited uh, version of the first one, though. Play the next one. that. Now let's listen Was there a next one? Yeah, I did two it's of them, remember? This was just you editing down the first one. Then I wrote and recorded a whole new one. And then they shit on that one. Did they? I don't. Oh yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's in our uh, thing, right? Uh, you suck at this. Yes, no, it should be in there. I'm good. The second one was a lot more jingly. Um, it's hard because I know like the audience for that show is not into like heavy metal. It's not a heavy metal channel, but that's what because the music is, and that's the other thing. It's like they give, <laughs> they talk about the music, and you're right there, and it's your music, but you're not kicking credit for it. They're putting it on me. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I don't uh, care. You know. Still going to do it. Kevin Carlson's calling with some questions to ask. That's just like, the thing. It is. It's not the music. Do clowns give you gas? <laughs> it's 715. It's senseless survey time. I don't remember us playing that on the air. You told me you did. I think I did, but I don't remember what And then you said. that day you updated the thing. Oh, is that That's Mark. Mark. <laughs> uh, so once again, if you'd like to... New singer if you can, Mark. Adjustments and we'll... Fuck you, Pete. Okay. Right. Get a new, new singer if you can, Mark. Fuck you, Pete. But maybe something else behind it, so it's just... Oh, yeah, no, I can't find that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but right there. And it says, like, oh, maybe you get something else behind it. And it's like... Yeah, we tried. You wrote the music, Jackson. That's yeah, all no, on you. They don't like my music. I tried to do my own, too. They didn't like that one at all. Now, do you have the one for, because, so Metal Mike did one, right? Yeah. Do you have that handy? Yeah, you want to hear it? I would like to hear that, because I haven't heard that yet. Now we're just, we're not even doing the show. We're just talking. Hello? Senseless! Hello? Survey! 715, set the survey. 715, set the survey. See, I think it's stupid, but they use it for some stupid reason. Are they still, like, are they using it more than once? Yeah. Makes me mad. This part's good, but he didn't write the fucking music. No. Okay. Yeah. No. That 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 was kind of yeah terrible. I mean, it's goofy. Maybe they just like it because it's silly. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe they just don't want to hurt Mike's feelings. I don't know. I thought mine were funny. Hey, being beer. Ridiculous. Yeah, I'll take a beer. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a beer delivery in the office. Yeah. No, yeah. We're coming. He's coming around. He's bringing us beer. Woo. No, that mean that means he has to get on the air though. Oh. So uh, Sean is going to come on the air. Yeah, I'll take a beer, absolutely. Oh, oh no, thank you. I don't. He drink. doesn't drink beer. Hey, say hi to the podcast. This is Sean. Hi, podcast. <laughs> Before it dies, go and go to the here's, TLX here's, website. Here's the thing. No one likes a quitter. Yeah, <laughs> he never quit drinking. He just doesn't do it. No, he never, I never started. started. So right. nobody likes a starter. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. You have what? Alligator. Oh, cool. Wee beer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> Cheers. Yes. The what? <laughs> the big red. 
The iHeart, yes. Uh, <laughs> Full tube. That's what we call it. We're all doing the thing, and you're like, yeah, yeah. totally. Wait, what? <laughs> wow. God. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm going to get real with you for a second here. Go ahead. I'm going to talk about something kind of kind of heavy hitting. All right. You're probably not going to like it. I'm ready. But we're bringing it up anyway. Politics? Not politics. Okay. Kind of politics. Not really politics. But uh, so with all this shit, because I mean, if... So it seems like there's a lot of crazy shit happening the last couple <laughs> day, weeks, right? Yeah. And one of the biggest things that kind of really sucks is all of these allegations coming out of Hollywood. Ah, uh, yes, the sexual predation. Yeah, and specifically, so... I don't know if this is the appropriate song when we're talking about all right. sexual um, molestation charges. Yeah, no, it's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have a serious conversation while listening to this. <laughs> well, I just know because normally, you know, but but I, I like to try to try to make you dig a little deeper sometimes on the show. So I really yeah, just wanted to kind of ask you. I'm going to specifically talk. I think I want to specifically bring up uh, the whole thing about Louis C.K. Because oh we're big God. fans of Louis. No, we are not. I, and, You're and not? I'm glad this is happening to Louis C.K. Why is that? Because he's a fucking high fluting asshole is So why. you like seeing him getting dropped yes, out of peg? Yes, I love seeing him getting dropped out of peg. Now, this is good. I forgot about all of what my Louis C.K. <laughs> See, fucking. now, you used to love Louis. You're kind of the guy who first turned me, uh, yes. really turned me on to Louis. I liked him at first, but... His show is depressing, first of all. I don't yeah. know how people think it's a comedy show, because it's not. The only funny part in that show ever <laughs> was when... <laughs> it fucking touched a vein. <laughs> when, when he... That fucking show, it's supposed to be comedy, and it's uh-huh. not. And there's a couple of funny scenes, but it's not that funny. And everybody fucking bows down to him, because he's this fucking big, you know, highfalutin, I'm smart comedian. But no. He, and then he gets mad at other... He, he He's up there... Have you ever heard him uh, appear on the Opie Anthony show back in the day? He, he, it's like he'll spend 45 minutes just like making fun of like, you know, somebody for doing something that everyday people do. He's yeah. just fucking, he, he's one of those people that uh, highfalutin, that's all I can, you know. It's highfalutin, I tell you. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're high class uh, here ourselves. Oh, that was nice. We don't, look, we don't look kindly on them so, high class New York types. So as far as I'm concerned, Lucy K is getting what he deserves, and I am... Uh, I'm gonna stand firm and pat with that. <laughs> no, because you know what? So, because I was having a conversation about this yesterday, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. Because Louis talks; he's one of the guys uh, that talks a lot about uh, the inequality. Jerk it off. Well, yeah, but but gender inequality and how shitty it is. And yeah. I mean, he has one of the best bits about where he just goes on that rant about how the worst thing that happens to women is men. Yeah, and it's then it's him. turned out it's like yeah. yeah, and he knows from experience. And it's interesting because, uh, you know, he came out. I don't know if you saw he did an apology the oh, other day. Did he go, oh, so he Jesus came out and apologized. Christ. But here's Let's the thing. Hear this. Well, I so I, I haven't read it. I'm only hearing this uh, through hearsay. So, uh, but it seems, I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and assume it's accurate. You can feel free to to, to fact check me on this if you want to while I'm doing this. But uh, so from what I heard, he came out and basically admitted, yeah, it's all true. Uh, it sucks, and I apologize. I'm not going to try to make excuses for it. I just, you know, I'm going to admit it, and I'm going to take what's coming to me. And so far, he seems to be kind of the first guy that's done that. 
Every because I mean oh now he's all gonna be the high fluent hey I'm the well first exactly I mean, come it is, that's why it. I'm saying because it, it's totally fits with who he is especially because oh, no. like it's a trend now in oh, Hollywood no. what George Decay's on this list I mean but he's a freak so yeah oh well hold on this is a new new a new story profile figures are facing allegations of sexual misconduct on Friday actors Richard Dreyfuss and George Takei were Look that we're a news show now behavior yeah. that took place in the 1980s I've been wanting to do that whose son recently accused actor Kevin Spacey of assault allegedly exposed himself to a female subordinate Dreyfuss denied the allegation Takei's accuser tells the Hollywood reporter he was an aspiring actor when the Star Trek star groped him while he was passed out in Takei's apartment Takei has not commented Takei kind of actually said that TK on the Stern show. I felt like, sexual misconduct yeah. Made by five women against him are true. Wait, Takei? No, this is Louis. Oh, Louis. Okay. Cutting ties with the comedian. CK said he will step back from the spotlight and reflect on his behavior. Tony DeCopel is here with more on the widening allegations of abuse. Tony, good morning. Good morning. In a statement, Louis CK confessed to masturbating in front of associates and expressed oh. regret for hurting them. All this comes after the distributor of CK's new film announced it will not move forward with the release, and HBO Good said it is cutting him. CK out of an upcoming <clears throat> special and its on-demand service. Um, these days, my problem is very simple. It's trying to find a place in my house where I can masturbate without somebody bothering me. No, it's not. You want to do it in front of people, you freak. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I can't stand him. It sucks, though, that like in his so particular glad. situation that most of his comedy is about masturbating and about trying to, like, you know, do how to do it and stuff. And then so they have those clips to pull from. Hey, I'm kind of curious so to hear uh, Gilbert Godfrey's take on it. Uh, we were talking about this off camera, but it merits talking about on camera. Uh, obviously, we've, we've talked about what this morning what's going on with Louis C.K. What is happening in the, in the comedy yeah. community? What's your thought? Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy about it because I come across <laughs> like the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think this is going to, I mean... It, it's kind of a weird time. I mean... No, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear him get serious. I just yeah. want to hear him be fucking funny. <laughs> well, that first part was pretty funny. That was... Um, that's for you, Louis C.K. <laughs> you get an official. Oh, who cares? Oh, and bro. I have a parody song idea too. Yeah. Um, you give love a bad name. You give Newton a bad name because he's from fucking Newton. He gives Newton a bad name. That now. seems like a really vague Cheesy? piece of trivia, or no, a really not, obscure no. piece of trivia. No, it was on the cover of the newspaper. Or, I didn't or, know he was uh, from it's Newton. A, it's a Newton's very I didn't own know Louis C.K. Well, everybody does. Well, I no, I can news. guarantee you no because I didn't. It was on the like every station that uh, let off with it in Boston at least said okay. Newton's Louis C.K. Um, Go ahead, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. See, uh, part of the problem is is that like you know, so he came out you know for women a lot. Then he comes turn to find out he's a fucking creepy pervert. Uh, <clears> and then <throat> I was reminded yesterday that like Josh Whedon had the same thing happen. He was big into feminism in public, but then in private he was having a lot of affairs, cheating on his wife, blah, blah, blah. And then of course the problem is is that like once that happens, everybody in public's like, well then that just negates everything he said. So we don't you know, you know, it's okay that we continue to, you know, not treat women equally because the guys that are standing up for them, look what they do behind their backs. No, that won't get through because <clears throat> See, but a lot of people seem to, to argue that point. It's almost like in, in our society, it's like you need evidence to do good things. Like you need proof to do good things. If somebody comes out and says you should be good to women, but then he's masturbating in front of like 
13 year olds, you immediately say like everything he said, we're going to not pay attention to it because he's a pedophile and a pervert. And it's like you so, can condemn him. <laughs> See, the thing is, is you don't need, he doesn't need it's 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 a fucked up way to have to say it. But it's like just because Louis turned out to be a pervert doesn't negate all the positive things he was trying to say about women. Yeah, well, the we part- need to be able to separate the ideas from the person saying them. And in fact, I think it's more so that like that's like fucking that's like a, a kid judging trying to come out and saying, you know, you probably shouldn't beat dogs. It's really bad to hit dogs and, and hurt animals, and then this guy's a kid toucher. You're, you're, I mean, yes, you, you can take that morsel of fucking goodness from him, but mm-hmm. the, well, in that, but in this case, you're talking about saying something that you then like, you say something, and then you immediately do the op. You do the opposite. Like if you're if you're a pedophile who's advocating animal rights, they don't cancel each other out because yeah, yeah. they're not related. But if you're a pedophile who's if you're a priest <laughs> who then turns yeah. out to be touching children that immediately cancels it out because it's like well how can you be advocating exactly, you know being yeah. abstinent and good to people and then molesting children yeah you know well it just means that all louis ck's feminism shit is all bullshit he's a, he's obviously just a bullshit artist you know because it, it doesn't negate the fact that what he was saying was you know maybe it, he, maybe he, he it was right in spirit but it definitely does not mean he believes it well i think what it proves is that People are generally fucked up, and we're not necessarily capable of being perfect. And I think it's important to continue to strive to do better, and not immediately shut down things just because a person saying something uh, turned out to kind of live the opposite. I mean, it could be in a lot of cases. It, it could be that they're trying to—it's a smokescreen to try to cover their own behavior yeah. so that people wouldn't assume it from them. Uh, or it could be that he felt really guilty about what he was doing, and that was a way of trying to reinforce it in his own mind that, like, I really got to stop fucking doing this shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's, he's a sick man. And, I mean, I think, on the other hand, it's like the ideas—when you talk about these positive ideas, the uh, these positive ideals— and you're, they're being said by people who don't actually live those ideals, I think it should be more like, oh, these are such good ideas that even the guys who don't agree with it agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. I guess a positive message that is worth being listened to will break through all the fucking sexual creep Yeah, well, stuff. it's because it's specifically <laughs> with Louis C.K. because, you know, he, he comes out and he says, the worst thing that happens to women is men. He is living proof of that, and it's all the more reason for women to come out and say when that happens. Yes. Because literally men are the worst thing that happens to women. Even men admit it. Because like when you talk about the whole transsexual bathroom argument, the biggest argument for that is not the dangers of transsexual people, but the dra- dangers of straight men using it as a loophole right, to attack to women. I'm just saying, <laughs> men are all the right, worst things to- that happen to women. We're getting boring. <laughs> I think it, I think that was you a little opened bit more. this show with in depth detail about the ins and yeah, outs of yeah. business acquisition. I just wanted to be able to say divestiture in a sentence for you, the first time in my what life. What does it ever. mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, have you heard about the recent radio wars as of late? No, but we talked. Well, yeah, we talked about it a little bit the other day, but I don't remember so, or care. Somebody in the uh, on our <clears throat> in our building on the sports station downstairs said something about uh um, Roy Halliday, who was a pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays and Philadelphia Phillies, he was in a plane crash and he died. It was one of those single-engine planes that you know uh, that you buy and put together yourself, mm-hmm. and it a- actually happened to be the first one in the 
from the company, and like the guy was on the commercial for it and stuff a couple weeks earlier, and he he was fucking being an idiot and doing loop de loops and stuff, and he crashed the plane. And Michael Felger from the Sports Hub pretty much said that you know he didn't say he deserved to die, but he was he was like, oh, well, I, what did know. he say? How, uh, As uh, we heard from earlier. In this episode with stories, <laughs> it's important to know what the words were instead of just taking them out of context. Well, he got in huge trouble for it. Because mm-hmm. um, you had told me that he his, what he had said was he deserved it for doing that. Yes. It seemed like he said that. But again, remember what my wife thought you said. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> uh, here it is right here. Uh, it's clip time. Remember what we mentioned yesterday? And the first thing I said is, I hope that guy knew how to fly his rig. And that, I hope he's not JFK Jr. and one of these guys, just a thrill seeker who died seeking a thrill. And I sort of threw what? some shade on him. I want to know what you think. I didn't do what everyone does, which is, oh my God, what a tragedy. This is so sad. I said, yeah. Let me hear some details about this. Let me hear some details about this, because this, kind of, this is the kind of one. That, this is the kind of death that makes me angry. For some reason, it makes me angry. And the second I heard about it, I went, oh. And of course... A lot of you couldn't handle it. Like, oh, Felger, you don't know what can go wrong up there. What about the military? Remember that call? <laughs> the military. I'm not talking about the military, you jackwagon. The t- it just sort of angers me. Like, you, you care that little about your life? Or about the life of your family? Or your little joyride? Is that important to you? That you're going to risk just dying. You're 40 years old and a multimillionaire with a, a loving family. And to you, you have to go get that thing where you can dive bomb from 100 feet to five above the water with your single engine plane with your hand out the window. Whee! Whee! Yeah, man, look at the G-force on this. I'm Maverick. Yeah, man, look at this. This is so cool. And you die splat. <laughs> so I guess it was a little bit intense. Enough, but <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> he got death threats and whatnot. So and the next morning, the morning show host of uh, from the uh, sports station across the street yet again, who's about to be the f- are in the same family, but not with me. And before the first hour of the podcast for that whole thing. But anyway, that, 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 he decides to stage a protest saying fire Felger and, and uh, comes over with the sign and he's screaming like a maniac. He's live on the air. And so I went out and, and taped him, and uh, it was a whole big uh, Boston radio, you know, war thing going on for two days. It was pretty interesting. It was funny. See, and that's people who aren't actually listening to what he had to say. They're just immediately realizing he's not treating this as a tragedy, and then tra- tragedy, and immediately attacking him. Yeah. Because I actually think he did make a good point. You know, but yeah, he made a great point. Definitely. I mean, it's yeah, because there's enough friggin' tragedy. Like, there's enough real tragedy happening. Right now, in just the last couple months, that we don't need some idiot out there in a plane doing stunts and killing himself. You know, and we don't, I mean, if the guy wants to do that, fine, because it's like, you know, first off, you know, talk about, like, how can you do that to his family? But, like, he's a millionaire, so they're going to be fine. I mean, they're going to have to get over some emotional shit. But they're financially, they're going to be fine. Yep. So I would say if you've worked that hard and you've set your family up for life, you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do, even if it means you're going to die. Because if that's what makes yeah, you no, happy, that's, that's what makes you happy. It's not that—that's not even the point. The point is that, yeah. uh, you know— 
And, but the, the, the point saying is, saying that is not a tragedy. Well, the point is, yeah. There's, so, so what I'm saying is, if that guy wants to do that with his life, yeah, let him fucking do it. I, I wouldn't be, begrudge him for. I think it's probably stupid, but if it's something he thought he could do and he wanted to try, let him do it. Whatever. His family set up. It's, it's also another case of him just saying st- something funny to be on the radio because he's on the radio. Well, I, I think he was trying to. I mean, I think he was doing it in an overtop way for the radio, but I think he was actually trying to say something they actually felt was true. Is is that we don't need tragedies like that? Because what's the line? It's like the death of one is a tragedy, the death of millions is a statistic and it's it's like we need to flip that because particularly what's been happening lately those are tragedies we don't need to focus on one millionaire who made him who went on a thrill ride made a mistake and killed himself that's not a i mean it's sad but it's not a tragedy it's not a fucking nationwide tragedy that should be on the news i mean of course it should be well what what was he what was he was a baseball player or whatever i don't give a shit um yeah like make a mention of the sports channel it's like you know oh we'll take a moment of silence for him because he crashed his plane now on to you know how the knicks did this weekend um you know, his family is the one who sh- it's a tragedy for his family, and they yeah, should and just be able to mourn it and then understand that, like, daddy set him up real good. <laughs> daddy did set him up real and, good. That's true. Uh, that money can buy a lot of therapy. So I think those kids are going to be just fine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree with uh, what was his name? Felder, Feldman, Felger. Corey Fel- Felger. Uh, I'm for Felger. That's what I say, not fire Felger, for Felger. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I'm for Felger. <laughs> But he's been being talked about all over the country now. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? Good. And nobody. That's the problem. Nobody's going to pay attention to what he said. They're just going to say, oh, he didn't cow down and say this was a tragedy, so we will ostracize him. It's like, no, pay attention to what he's trying to say. He's trying to say there's enough fucking tragedy in the country right now. All right, let's not blow this out of proportion just because he's a fucking baseball player. Like, who? Like, whatever. Yeah. Was well, he, no, a, not- was he, was he, I, I don't know, I kind of got the feel. Was he a current, like, just, currently he playing? He just retired or? recently. Oh, he, so he, he's not even going to play anymore. It's not even like it's not even going to affect your fucking uh, 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 what is it fantasy baseball no, not, leagues or whatever. Yeah, like, no. you know, yeah, it sucks, but he was retired, so it's not even it, it literally has no bearing on anybody's life. Like, no, it can that's be, not one. But I just wanted to get your take on this well, that's guy's my take, take on it. That's my take on that guy's take and the take on the thing. All right, I'm gonna go get another beer. Well, I, no, I want to. This is a story I need to talk to you about. Hold on. Well, and and then entertain the public for thirty seconds on your own. Uh, I don't. Funny. <laughs> I don't have anything funny to talk about. It. Jackson's walked out. Jackson, come back. You can blame it all on me. I had no beer, so you had to get some. Jackson, come back. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> I I was I can't you know when somebody gives you free beer, it's hard to walk away from them right away. <laughs> what do we? You move that screen, but I don't I want didn't. to touch. Touch the screen. I'm scared to touch. I it. didn't touch the screen. You definitely touched the screen. I didn't touch the screen. All right. Ooh, so, we, should, we should do a talk up. A couple of uh, uh, uh you know, what's it called? Fucking uh, hit the posts, just for uh, fun, because it's our. We're gonna make it our show thing, so we should do some. You want to do? Do you want to do another one tonight? Mm-hmm. No, because now I get to tell you what song you need to do. All right, go ahead. All right, you need to do. Uh... Yeah. No, because I was going to say the first one, and then I realized that it wouldn't work because there is no intro to it. Um, and it, you can do it over and over again if it's like a, you know, if it's like one of those songs that kind of has a broken up intro. No, well, it's going because I was going to make you do. I want to make you do a Hollow Notes song. No, because I know Hall how Oates. you hate them so I much. Hate Hall Oates. I know you hate them so much.
But I was going to make you do Rich Girl, but then I'm like, no, Rich Girl starts like, you're a rich girl and you've gone too far because you know it don't matter. I hate that song. I hate that song. No more. Stop. Please stop. I fucking hate them. I hate them. I really wish we were on like like on a recording right now because you guys have to see how legitimately angry them. Jackson gets any time I sing Hollow Notes. How is it fucking <laughs> Ugh. Don't you know Stop <laughs> Why are there crumbs around here? I can't hear you at all. I'm gonna end the song with a little ditty I wrote called Lambs. It's called Limbs because it was, I wrote it while watching Silence of the Limbs. Ma'am, I'm playing Limbs. Talk up the intro to this. Well, it would take forever because there's no lyrics yet. Yeah, that's true. But what there is... will be. I'm working on them. Yeah. So this is cool music. This is Who Cares. We'll be back in two weeks because that's what we do. <laughs> we don't take months two-month breaks anymore. We're, we're, we're not done. We don't take two-month breaks anymore.